If hypnosis were mind control, every hypnotist on the planet would be a billionaire. Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Lavender Lifestyle. It's Eileen. Today's episode is an interesting one. We're gonna dive into a topic that I have no prior knowledge of until like last night when I was doing research on this guest. So we're talking about hypnosis, hypnotherapy, what it is, how it works, how you can use it as a tool to reprogram your subconscious mind and change your life. I know it sounds strange. I definitely didn't understand anything about it, but keep an open mind and maybe you'll learn a thing or two in this interview. And we're also gonna do something fun at the end of this episode. At the very end, we're gonna do a group hypnosis led by our guest for stress relief. So if you are driving, then I recommend you you wait until like another time when you're not driving to listen to the group hypnosis part because you just get very relaxed. It's more of a meditation. So just a heads up. So today's guest is named Grace Smith. Grace is on a mission to make hypnosis mainstream. A renowned hypnotherapist, Grace is the author of the number one new release, Close Your Eyes, Get Free, Use Self-Hypnosis to Reduce Stress, Quit Bad Habits, and Achieve Greater Relaxation and Focus, and is the founder of gshypnosis.com, the world's number one hypnotherapy hub, as well as Grace Space Hypnotherapy School. Hi, Grace. Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm super excited because this is such a different topic, and I think a lot of people are skeptical about this, so I just kind of want to clear the air, clarify things with my listeners. But first, I'm curious, how did you get into hypnotherapy? Absolutely. So for anybody who's listening and is skeptical, I 100% get it. I promise. I was not a little girl dreaming of one day growing up to be a hypnotist where I would speak to people with their eyes closed in dimly lit rooms with lovely music in the background. Like that is not what I thought I was going to grow up and become. So I get it. I thought it was clucking chickens. I thought it was swinging watches and creepy mind control stuff too. But essentially what happened was when I was in my early 20, I was, I was living in New York City in the Lower East Side and I had a super stressful job in corporate and I worked really hard all day long and and then I partied hard all day night because I didn't have any healthy coping mechanisms for the stress and anxiety that I was experiencing at that time in my life. And at a certain point, I decided this lifestyle was not for me anymore. I wanted to learn about personal development and self-help and wellness. And part of that journey was quitting smoking cigarettes. It's so funny. Like, I can't even believe I ever mm. smoked cigarettes, but I really did. I chain smoked yeah. them. And when I wanted to stop, I couldn't. I tried patches and gum and cold turkey, but a lot of my friends smoked and it was just so habitual living down there. Mm -hmm. And finally, somebody suggested hypnosis. And I was sort of like, well, what do you have to lose? You know, I, I guess I'll mm -hmm. just give it a shot. But I did go in with my arms crossed over my chest 
chest, sort of being like, I don't expect this to work, but what do I have to lose? Right. I'm still smoking and I don't want to smoke. And I quit in one session. Oh, wow. So when that happened, my reaction wasn't, oh, good, I'm glad that wasn't a waste of my money. Let me get back to my life. My reaction was, why does anybody have lung cancer? Why does anybody have emphysema? Why is anybody smoking who doesn't want to smoke? Like, why did I think this was going to be creepy mm-hmm. and weird when it actually, it was the most relaxing, safe, fascinating, and most importantly, effective thing I'd ever experienced. Mm-hmm. So that got my wheels turning enough to get a certification, but it wasn't what started my career yet, but that's that's how I found it. That is really crazy how fast it happens. I mean, it's almost hard to believe, and maybe that's why so many people don't believe it, because it's so, it's like magic, and so many people spend like years trying to quit smoking. I know it's hard. It's a real addiction. So after just one session, I mean, can you explain how that happens? How does hypnotherapy work? What do you tell the skeptics? Yes. So actually, quitting smoking in one session is an outlier experience. So a study found that 600 sessions of psychotherapy, regular talk therapy, results in 33% improvement. So 600 Mm -hmm. sessions for 33% improvement. And the same study found that six sessions of hypnotherapy result in 93% Mm. improvement. Mm -hmm. And here's why. Most of us try to make changes in our life when we're really stressed out. And obviously stress levels are rising for everyone, every age, every demographic, all throughout the Western world. And when our stress levels go up, we release the hormone called cortisol. And when that happens, we go into fight, flight, or freeze. A lot of this sounds like what we've been hearing for plenty of years in wellness, and we we know that that's the case. But here's the thing. When we go into survival mode, when we go into fight, flight, or freeze, our body goes into lockdown. And what it says is everything you've ever done up until this point, every habit you currently have, we are going to run those programs on autopilot because it doesn't take any energy. If you already have a habit, a neurological path in your brain that exists, it takes almost no energy to run it. For example, biting your nails. If that habit is there, it's very inexpensive from an energetic standpoint from your body to do that. Binge eating, snapping at your kids, even if you don't want to yell at them, that fear and that anxiety of public speaking popping up when you have to give the quarterly report at the office. Mm -hmm. These are things that already exist, so your body wants you to keep doing them. It is very expensive energetically to create a new neurological path in the brain, which is exactly what a new habit or a new belief is. Mm -hmm. Now, when you're in hypnosis, it's nothing like the movies, and we'll get into more about that in a second. But actually, I call hypnosis meditation with a goal because that's what it feels Mm. like. You're in this deeply relaxed meditative state. And because you're feeling so safe and relaxed, there's no stress hormone. There's no survival state. There's no fight, flight, or freeze. You're just relaxed and feeling safe. There is a surplus of energy in your body available to create a new neurological link in your brain. And so while I can definitely understand how it sometimes sounds like magic, the truth is it's not. It's a process of conditioning. It's a process of creating new neurological links in your brain very quickly because you have the surplus energy available to do it. And that's why six sessions on average 
is, you know, results in 93% improvement. So I quit mm-hmm. smoking in one, which is an outlier yeah. experience, but I overcame my lifelong debilitating fear of public speaking in 10. And if you mm-hmm. take the average of those two, it's about six, right? Yeah. Um, and so some people, you know, will need 12 sessions to stop biting their nails because they've been doing it their whole life. And somebody else will stop biting their nails in three. And really all it comes down to is the amount of conditioning that you need for that particular topic. But everyone can be hypnotized in the whole world. I'm sure there's some people listening being like, I can't be hypnotized. And I'm telling you, every single person can because you're in hypnosis when you watch a movie. Literally, like you're sitting in a theater, you know you're in a theater, you know the person next to you is eating popcorn, you're totally partially aware of those things, but you're so absorbed in the movie, in the Mm -hmm. plot line, you're not thinking about the emails you have to send, you're not thinking about anything that was happening in your life before the movie, you're just embedded in the movie. But if the fire alarm went off, you'd, you know, get up and you'd walk out of the building. That's the same thing. That's the same state you're in in hypnosis. So everyone can be hypnotized. Everyone will see amazing benefits from hypnosis. It's just a matter of sticking with it long enough to see the results you need. And luckily, that's still very rapid. Yeah. And hypnosis, it sounds like it's it also happens when you're driving and you're, you kind of go into that like autopilot mode. Is that the same kind of thing? Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. So if you are, you know, they call it highway hypnosis. You're driving, wow. driving, driving. You're listening to the music. Like you're aware of what you're doing. You've got your hand on the steering wheel. You're changing lanes, but really you're in that kind of zoned out state. And then all of a sudden you're pulling into your driveway and you're like, where did the time go? That exactly is a similar state. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, Sometimes I'm driving and then I'm like, whoa, like, did I just miss, like, I don't remember (laughs) driving the past few streetlights. I'm like, how did I drive properly if I was just such in that state? It's crazy how that happens. And I still don't really understand what happens with your brain when you're in that state. Yeah. Um, When you're talking about like re, like creating new neural pathways, does the hypnotherapist do that? Or do you do that while you're in hypnosis state? Like, is it done to you? Yeah, great question. So I'm going to clear up the whole mind control thing to start with because that's Mm -hmm. what the Hollywood makes it look like. And the reason why Hollywood uses hypnosis is because it's very easy for lazy screenwriters who want, you know, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden this character would never behave this way. What are we going to do so that they'll behave in a way they never would have before, and yet the audience won't question it? Oh, we'll just use hypnosis. But it's a total lie. It's impossible to make somebody do something they don't want to do. So, And after I say this, everyone listening is going to be like, oh, wow, that was so obvious. I can't believe I never thought of that before. But of course you never did. Hollywood and stage shows make it seem like the opposite. So if hypnosis were mind control, every hypnotist on the planet would be a billionaire. I'll just let that sink in, right? Yeah, if every if, if yeah. hypnosis can make you do something you didn't want to do, every hypnotist on the planet would be a billionaire, number one. Number two, if hypnosis were mind control, every single company on the planet would hire a hypnotist to be in their commercials and sell their product. And so instead of binge watching at night, every 30 or 60 or 90 seconds, you'd be getting up from your couch, running to your car, turning on the ignition and going to buy downy paper towels or whatever the heck mm-hmm. else you didn't think you wanted or 
needed, right? Like they cannot make you do something you don't want to do to the point where if someone came to me and said, Grace, I am so addicted to my phone. I love my phone, but I am so addicted to it. It's really bad for me. Can you make me stop scrolling? I would say no. That's a waste of your time and money because you don't want to quit. You just told me you love your phone. But if somebody came to me and they said, Grace, my phone is driving me nuts. I look at it all the time. All I do is compare and despair. It's making me miserable. I really want to break through my addiction to social media or my phone or whatever it is. Then I would say, absolutely, I can help you. Similarly with smoking. If somebody said, I love smoking, but I know it's bad for me. Can you make me quit? Absolutely not. Somebody said, Grace, I hate smoking. I want to quit, but I don't believe in hypnosis. I'd say, awesome, close your eyes. Let's get to work because there's no belief system here. There's no faith here. There's no religion here. It's just a scientifically proven fact that when you are relaxed, you have the energetic ability to create the new link quickly. So you had asked who's doing it. You're totally doing it. It's always self-hypnosis. Even when you're working with a trained professional hypnotherapist, they are an expert at guiding you into your subconscious, Mm -hmm. helping you find your limiting beliefs, the patterns that don't serve you and where they started, but you're the one who makes the change. And the more you want to make the change, the faster you do. That is so fascinating. But what's the difference? Okay, so you're in a relaxed state, but how do you know where the root of your problems is and how do you make that change in that state? I I still don't get it. (laughs) Totally. Yes. No, these are excellent questions Mm because it's what everybody wants to know. So why don't I do this? If I tell you the story of why I ended up leaving corporate to become a hypnotherapist, I think Mm -hmm. it will illustrate that. Is that a good idea? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there was a man named Alexandre, and he was a warrior. He worked at the highest levels of the military his entire adult career, and he was hand-chosen by the government of Brazil to represent their nation as a United Nations peacekeeping officer in one of the scariest parts of the world right now, one of the most dangerous parts of the world right now, in Syria. And one day, Alexandre was in Syria, and his UN convoy was crossing the city of Damascus. And he looked outside the window of his convoy, and there was a bazooka pointed straight at him. And in that moment, he blacked out. He woke up 10 days later in a hospital in Lebanon to find that he had not lost his life the way that he thought he was going to in that moment, but that he had lost his life as he had known it. He was now paralyzed on the left-hand side of his body. He couldn't move even a muscle. But because he'd been in the military, because he'd been on such intense missions, because his training was so unbelievably hard and intense, he told himself, with my will, with my might, with my willpower, I am going to force my body to move. Three months later, he was flown to the Rusk Institute in New York City, and he still hadn't moved a muscle. And so you can imagine the deep depression he was in. So at that point, I was called to see if I could help improve his mindset. He was so broken and so depressed. They just said, Grace, do you think there's anything you can do to help improve his mood? And I said, to be perfectly honest, I'm not sure. But similarly to the way that I approached it with quitting smoking, I said, what do we have to lose? 
But at this time, I was still only working part-time as a hypnotherapist. I kept my job in corporate. So I was very intimidated when I walked into the Rusk Institute that day. There were surgeons with their white coats and everything was so sterile and the fluorescent lighting. And I walked in and Alessandra was lying there in his hospital bed, so broken, he could barely look me in the eyes. And I just said, Alessandra, this is going to be unlike any therapy you've done before. You're going to close your eyes. I'll help you to relax into a meditative state. We'll speak to your subconscious mind. And we'll see if we can improve your mood, your mindset. So he closed his eyes and we started. And halfway through the session, I got this voice in my head that said, Grace, he's military, be militant. Now, I already mentioned how I call hypnosis meditation with a goal. I would never think to be militant in meditation. So I definitely feel like I got that inspiration from some really beautiful place. And I just said, okay, Alessandre, I want you to imagine you're flying over a city at night in a helicopter. And the city at night is a map of your brain. And you can see where the electricity is on. You can see where the electricity is working. And you can also see where there's a blackout, where there's no electricity at all. Travel there now and let me know when you're there. And he did. And I said, okay, when I count down from three to one and snap my fingers, there's going to be an explosion where that blackout once was. Three, two, one. And now the electricity from that explosion travels down from your brain, down the left-hand side of your face, down your neck, down your shoulder, through your arm, through your hand, and out your finger. And I hadn't even finished the word, and he was moving his left finger. And his eyes shot open, and he looked at me, and he said, What do I do now? And I looked at him and I just said, keep moving your finger. I, that's it. Like, it's over. The session's over. Were you, were you surprised too? I mean, that's crazy. So he starts crying and I start crying. Oh, wow. And by the end of that day, he could move his whole left hand. That is crazy. So that man in that moment went from being paralyzed to being free. Mm-hmm. And the best part of that story is I ended up marrying his son. So that was how I met my future (laughs) father-in-law. Oh my God, that is so funny. It was amazing. So literally that day, walking down Fifth Avenue, I called my boss. I put in my two weeks notice. I quit that Mm -hmm. day. The next Mm. week, I launched my business with a living social campaign like a Groupon. I ended up selling 952 sessions in 24 hours. I did over a thousand sessions my first year in business, and that was Mm -hmm. over six years ago. So I tell that story to illustrate how, you know, of course, it took dozens more hypnotherapy sessions and hundreds of hours of physical therapy. But now my father-in-law walks without a cane. He's actually, right now as we're recording this, he's on a mission in Bangladesh. So it's, he, he got his life back. Wow. And now, I mean, I, I think your partner, does he hypnotize too? Like you both work on this now, on this business. Does he do hypnosis as well? Do you hypnotize each other? What is that? Yeah. Like? So my husband, who is Alexandre's son, mm-hmm. he built the whole technological side of our business. So now wow. our company, Grace-Based Hypnosis, is the number one provider in the world of hypnosis products and private sessions and even certification to become a hypnotherapist. So it's a really big operation and he runs the whole tech side. So it's funny because 
because mm-hmm. even when I have a bad day at the office, right? Running a business is running a business. Even if you're changing lives with your business, I just look at my husband or I look at my one-year-old baby who is Alexandre's grandson and I yeah. just say, nope, it's all worth it. And I get back to work. Oh, <laughs> I'm curious, At do you two use hypnosis in your daily life or your daily ritual? Oh yeah, absolutely. So every single day I use self-hypnosis, which is what I teach in my book, because mm-hmm. in that moment when mm-hmm. Alexandre broke through his paralysis, I said, I'm not going to stop until hypnosis becomes mainstream. And mainstream means everybody and not everybody can afford private hypnotherapy sessions. Yeah. So in my book, um, which is called Close Your Eyes, Get Free, use self-hypnosis to reduce stress, quit bad habits, and achieve greater relaxation and focus. I actually teach you how to hypnotize yourself because I want everyone to be able to get to that meditative state, which is the theta brainwave state, and change your life from the inside out. So I personally do the exact same thing I teach in my book every day as self-hypnosis. Sometimes I'll listen to our hypnosis app because sometimes it's nice to just pop in the headphones and let somebody else help you relax. And then I have my own private hypnotherapy sessions still with graduates of my school, with colleagues. Mm -hmm. in the field because there's certain times even when you're the best in the world at what you do you don't know your own blind spots and so it's so helpful for me to turn to others in order to continue to improve my subconscious beliefs over and over again wow it's so interesting because it sounds like you can change your subconscious even faster and just knowing that you're still like practicing this it must mean that you've changed a lot of parts about yourself right you've transformed everything that you've ever wanted. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's my life is unrecognizable. I really I was in and out of terrible relationships. I was stressed all the time. I hated my job. I wasn't healthy. Like everything was a disaster before I found hypnosis and over the years by taking responsibility for my subconscious programming cuz we're the only one who can. You know, before I wrote my mm-hmm. book Um, I had another title for a book in mind. It might be the follow-up, which is called Brainwash Yourself or Everyone Else Will, because that's the truth. that's a good title. (laughs) If we're not taking responsibility for our programming, then everybody else is going to our parents, you know, entertainment, advertising companies. And so, yeah, now I have like, you know, the love of my life, who's my business partner. We live in Mm -hmm. our favorite part of the world. Our business just had its first six figure week last week. I'm empowering women to change lives through hypnosis. Like my baby's amazing. It it really, and I'm super healthy, but it took time, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it takes six sessions to transform one one thing, but I'm about up-leveling your whole life. It's not just about, you know, hacking off the limb of a tree. It's about healing the root. But when you Mm -hmm. commit yourself to healing your life from the subconscious level out, truly everything transforms and then it lasts. Wow. What would you say is the biggest change or transformation that you made or maybe the specific part of yourself that you healed that made the biggest difference in your life? Yeah, that's a great question. So I'll answer it by, you know, sort of describing what I say to all of my clients, which is that if you think of a tree, the the main issues that people think they have are what would be the limb. They're the physical thing that we can Mm -hmm. see. So that would be, you know, the overeating or the emotional eating, or it would be yelling at our partner when we don't want to, or it's the fear of flying or all of those things that we think define us, the anxiety. And then the trunk is what either makes the limbs worse or better. 
that's stress. If stress levels go up, mm-hmm. everything else gets worse. All of a sudden you're biting the nails more, right? You're eating more of the potato chips. You're getting less sleep. But if the stress levels go down, it's almost like those limbs become phantom limbs. Like they feel like they're not there, but they're totally going to turn right back on if the stress levels come up. But if we go to the root and we heal the root, then the whole tree heals. And the root is always lack of self-love, lack of self-worth, lack of self-confidence. Yeah. So the number one thing I would say that I've noticed in my life is when everything was a disaster, I didn't have self-love. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It was like I hated myself because I hated my life, but my life was a mess because I hated myself. Yes. You know, and it's like this feedback loop. And once I started to heal using hypnosis at the root level, and and it looked like things that maybe were self-confidence at first, like the public speaking or taking a job that actually was in alignment with my values and higher purpose, but everything came back to self-love. And now because I love myself, my life is amazing, and I love myself also because my life is amazing, and, and now I've got a feedback loop in a completely different direction where I'm proud of myself, and I'm proud of my work, and I'm proud of my friends, and I'm proud of my family, and it just feels so good, and it was a process, but those pieces, those chunks did change so rapidly that it gave me the motivation to keep going. Let's take a break for our sponsor, Meditation Studio. Life can be messy. We get stressed about deadlines, frustrated about our careers, or anxious about our relationships. I always recommend meditation as the best habit for every day, but especially for those messy, stressful days. And I love using meditation apps to help me out. Today's sponsor, Meditation Studio, has a meditation for everything. Stress, sleep, confidence, and more. They're one of Apple's 10 best apps of the year and have hundreds of original meditations created by over 40 experts in the field. It's like having a little life coach in your pocket to inspire you and help you feel better every day, no matter what challenge you're facing. Whether you've been meditating for years or you're just looking to start, you can check out the Meditation Studio app and see how it can help you with a free seven-day trial. Head over to the App Store, check out Meditation Studio, and get started with a seven-day free trial today. Let's talk more about changing habits through self-hypnosis because like what you write in your book, I mean, what are some easy techniques that our listeners can take away today to start either reducing stress or try changing their bad habits. Absolutely. So in every single chapter at the end, there's a new self-hypnosis process. And with every chapter, a new step is added so that you start with a very beginner self-hypnosis process. And then at the end of the book, you're in a more advanced stage. So I'll let you know some of the topics that we cover. And the first one is 60 second stress relief. Mm -hmm. Then we go right into self-worth because I want to make sure we're already focused on root issues from the very beginning. Then we've got one for decreasing physical pain in the body, which is amazing for if you've just had an injury or if you've got arthritis Mm -hmm. or fibromyalgia or IBS or anything that's causing pain, the pain centers in our body are in our mind. And we can turn that down with hypnosis and it just changes our whole life. Taking responsibility for our actions is a huge one. Mm. Because when we blame other people for our unhappiness, we're giving them all of our power. But when we take our power back, 
everything starts to shift. Wow. Another huge one, especially I think for us to start when we're younger, I mean, it really changes things as you continue to mature and, and get older by nipping this in the bud now, which is stopping negativity and complaints. Yeah. That's a huge one in the book that I focus on is rewiring our brains to not have the negativity or the complaints. Now, it's not as simple as think happy thoughts and the whole world becomes sunshine and rainbows. That's insulting to people who suffer from depression mm. or who have chronic negative thinking. But at the level of the subconscious, you can begin to reprogram yourself to when something happens, like, you know, you had a photo shoot planned and now it's raining. The first thought you have is not a negative spiral that leads into more negative spiral, that the first thought you have is actually, oh, wow, this is going to make for a really interesting artsy photo shoot. Or, you know what, that's fine. We'll reschedule today. Even if I lose my deposit, I had more work to do. You know, just things like that, like the first reaction to be positive. Breaking through procrastination is another big thing in the book. So procrastination is not a sign of laziness. It's a fear of failure. Yeah. And so most people approach overcoming procrastination from the exact wrong place. Right. But when you realize it's a fear of failure and you get into the subconscious and start healing all of the fears around failing, then you stop procrastinating and obviously life changes. We've got a lot for helping improve healthy eating because that's such a huge common topic. And then improving self-confidence stopping nail biting, overcoming fear of flying, like that's all in the book. Mm. And so with each chapter, mm. there's the new self-hypnosis process. And I know at the end of our talk today, we're going to go through group hypnosis so everybody will get a taste of, you know, what they can expect from that. Yeah. Well, I was just curious how self-hypnosis works because how long is a typical session of self-hypnosis and are you like talking to yourself out loud? Great question. So you can definitely talk to yourself out loud if you want, <laughs> but, but you don't have the, to. the beautiful thing about self hypnosis is it's designed so that you can do it at your desk. You know, the point mm. is so that you can change your state without having to put on headphones and close your eyes for 25 minutes, which is awesome if you have the time and you can close an office door. But if you're in a cubicle, you might only have two minutes to yourself. Right. And so, you know, self-hypnosis can be anywhere from two minutes, like the group hypnosis will do today. I'll keep it under five minutes for sure. We'll keep it nice and short. Or it can go up to mm -hmm. 15, 20 minutes. Some of the things that I teach in my book, they all come with recordings. You just get them for free along with the book so that you can both read it and then you can listen to it to really, really learn the process. And some of them go up to 20 minutes, but on average, they're about 10 to 11 minutes. I think that's a really nice thing to shoot for every day. But the important thing is just to do it. If you have two minutes, that is way better than than not doing it at all. So never let a limited amount of time be an excuse to mm -hmm. not do self-hypnosis. So I'll, I'll explain a little bit about what physiologically is happening. Right now, the conversation we're happening, if we were to put sensors on our head mm -hmm. and we saw on a brain scan what our brains were producing, we would see beta waves. And beta waves are really spiky and high and they're really close together and they're really fast when they move. If we were to start daydreaming to look out the window and come up with a fun idea or those downloads we get when we're taking a shower, that's called alpha. And that's just light daydreaming. So those waves are a little bit slower, a little bit more soft and rounded in the edges, and a little bit further apart. Lower than that is called the theta brainwave state. The theta brainwave state is your most creative 
state. It's where all the best problem solving takes place. It's where we have zero inhibition, Mm. where we don't have any of that critical mind saying, you can't do this, you're not good enough, that's stupid, what will they think? It's gone. And we're just pure creativity. Under the age of seven, our brains haven't developed enough yet to produce alpha or beta waves. They're just pure theta. So if you know a baby or a child under the age of seven, you know they're not self-conscious. They start dancing in the middle of the grocery store if their favorite song comes on because they don't yet have that critical mind saying, "Uh uh-oh, what do others think of me? They don't get embarrassed and they're so creative. The theta state is where you go in deep meditation, and the theta state is where you go Mm -hmm. in hypnosis. And beneath that is delta, and delta is sleep. So even though hypnosis kind of looks like sleep from the outside because you're Mm -hmm. so relaxed, you're actually in theta. So Thomas Edison knew this and put himself into hypnosis whenever he was creating his inventions because, you know, it took 10,000 tries for him to create the light bulb. That's 10,000 failures. That's a whole lot of critical mind telling you you suck and are an idiot, right? And he couldn't stand for that. He had to continue to create. So he would hold metal balls in his hand and he would put a metal pan on the ground and he would put himself into theta and that's where he would invent from. That's where he would go into his creativity and he would ask himself, what do I need to do in order to create this? And if he fell so deep that he went into delta, which is sleep, he would drop the metal balls, they would fall into the pan and the noise would wake him up. And then he would do it again, put himself back into the theta state, back into hypnosis where he could create again without that critical mind. Yeah, so I guess before we get into that group hypnosis, let me finish off the interview with some rapid fire questions. So just feel free to answer with whatever comes to your mind. The first question is, what does your dream life look like? My dream life looks like waking up in a beautiful gorgeous master bedroom with my beautiful Brazilian husband next to me (laughs) and going downstairs and my beautiful children are there and we have a healthy breakfast together. We meditate together. We do self-hypnosis together. They go to school. My husband goes to his office and I walk into another wing of the house where the hair stylist is, where the makeup stylist (laughs) is, where the, you know, amazing clothes are waiting. And then I do a live stream called Wake Up With Grace for a million people or more alive and we do group hypnosis all over the world to start our day and to get our minds right. And then for the rest of the day, I'm either working with my elite private clients who I already have and are amazing, or I'm teaching the new, you know, best world-class hypnotherapist, or I'm giving a keynote speech at some really amazing institution. And then at night, the family gets back together. We talk about our day. We maybe play some games or we go for a walk on the beach. We live in beautiful beautiful Florida. And that's it. And then before Mm -hmm. bed, I always do self-hypnosis again. And the cool part is like 98% of my perfect life is already here. It's just the million people waking up with me every morning and we'll be there soon enough. (laughs) 
Do you live stream right now? I do. Yeah, I love okay. doing group hypnosis on Insta oh, and Facebook fun. and Periscope. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love when I ask you that. You are so detailed. You know exactly what you want and you're not afraid <laughs> to share it. Some people like hold back or they haven't. I don't know. It, this is something that you would write in your journal, but not everybody can say it out like that. <laughs> yes. Well, I am visualizing that in hypnosis every single yeah. day. And I know that's why I'm already 98% of the way there is because I'm so clear. So I'm, I'm thrilled that you asked. <laughs> yeah, totally. What is one book or resource that you recommend to everybody? I love... A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. It's Ooh, a, I love yes, that book such so a much. good book. And I think it just mm-hmm. reframes everything about what's important and how we can optimize our life as humans. Mm, yes. What is one habit or activity that has changed your life? I mean, this one's kind of obvious. <laughs> but is there another one? Right. Other than hypnosis. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, this this should come a lot easier. But I'm just always so focused on hypnosis because I use it all day and it's my job. Yeah. Honestly, is being a mom count? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because it changed everything. Changed everything. And it made me... How so? Oh, I'm so much more playful now. And it's such a mm. relief. You know, I really yeah. used to take myself and everything so seriously. And now the greatest joy in my life is just watching my baby boy laugh. And I will do whatever. Mm. Like, I will make the silliest face. I will dance like a fool. I'll do anything, play any silly game just because his laughter is like pure nectar gold from the universe. It just oh fills my, my whole body with joy. <laughs> and it feels really fun to get back in touch with my inner child by, by being a mom. Yeah. And I'm just so, so grateful to him for that because I don't think it was going to happen otherwise. <laughs> that is so beautiful. That is spoken like a true mom, yeah. <laughs> a mom that loves to be a mom. Yes. But, yeah, I love it. What is the best life or career advice you've ever gotten? I've received a lot. I think this might sound overly simplistic, but it really changed things for me. We have a friend named Cole, and he created something called Cole's Classroom. Actually, my husband built the first version of their membership site, and that's how we got to know him. And it's now one of the largest providers of photography education in the world, and they do millions of dollars Mm -hmm. in revenue every year. And Cole is such an awesome guy. And so when we were building our business, we'd always ask him for advice, and we'd always say, what's different about you? And his answer was, I work harder than anybody I know. And the reason why I say that might sound overly simplistic is because everybody sort of says you have to work hard. But the mm-hmm. other book I always recommend is The 4-Hour Workweek because mm-hmm. I love it and it's amazing. Yeah. But I think yeah. what happened to our generation is we started to equate working really hard with failure. And that's dangerous because if you think that success is only working four hours a week, and then you're going to wonder why maybe you're not meeting your goals because it takes a lot more than that. And I think yeah. that like the very masculine patriarchal idea of hustle, hustle, hustle is not what I mean. But I want to empower everyone to realize that if you've got a dream, then you are worthy of working until you reach it. And that mm-hmm. is going to mean 
working harder than anybody else you know, and that you're worthy of that, and that's okay, and that's exactly what it takes, and it's going to be worth it. And when that finally clicked for us, that our goal wasn't a four-hour work week, even though that book is awesome, Mm -hmm. that our goal was doing whatever it took to achieve our dreams, that's when everything changed. And now, if someone asks me, Grace, why are you successful? I'd say, I work harder than anybody I know, and that feels Mm -hmm. good. I don't feel drained or miserable or unhealthy. I feel, you know, revitalized and lifted up by that. Ah, I love it. Lastly, finish the sentence. The most amazing part about life is... What you're capable of creating. Mm. Thank you so much, Grace. Lastly, where can our listeners find you online? Absolutely. So you can find everything from our app to my book and private sessions and my school. They're all in the same place. It's at gshypnosis.com, which stands for my company, Grace Space Hypnosis, but also my name, Grace Smith. So Mm -hmm. gshypnosis.com. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and all over social at the same handle, which is at Grace Smith TV. And that's because I do those live streaming hypnosis. So at Grace Smith TV. And I'll just be so excited to support everybody in, you know, starting their hypnosis journey. Awesome. Now for the part everyone is waiting for. Can you lead us through a quick little group hypnosis for stress relief? And just a reminder to anyone out there, if you're driving, please listen to this another time because we don't want you to, I don't know, fall asleep or something. (laughs) Exactly. We don't want you to relax while driving. (laughs) We want you wide awake and alert. So if you're driving, just pause this now and listen to it when you get home. And to everybody else, what I'd love for you to do is notice your starting stress level. So zero is zero stress, no stress at all, the most relaxed you can possibly be. And 10 is a full-blown panic attack, the most stressed you can possibly be. So I'm nice and relaxed right now. This is super fun combo. So I'm at like a four. Um, What number would you say you're starting on? I was thinking I'm a five. Perfect. Okay, great. So everybody who's listening, remember your starting number. And now everyone go ahead and close your eyes. Take a nice, deep, letting go breath. Already beginning to relax both mind and body. Relax the top of your head. Relax your forehead, smoothing out any creases. Relax the tiny muscles next to your eyes. Relax your jaw, letting it hang loose and slack. And as you relax your jaw, you create space. And that space sends a message to the rest of your body that it's safe for you to relax. Relax your shoulders. Relax your arms all the way through to the fingertips. Relax your torso, breathing easily, releasing your torso, releasing your stomach. And relax your legs all the way out through the bottoms of the feet. Now go ahead and begin to imagine a color you love, 
forming at the top of your head and say that color to yourself. Good, and now imagine that color flowing in through the top of your head, flowing all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet, and down into the center of the earth. That color relaxing you, that color releasing you, that color taking you all the way down. Very, very good. Now with each and every single decreasing number, you will easily and effortlessly double your relaxation, repeating in your mind after me. Five, I'm going deeper and deeper. Four, I'm going deeper and deeper. Three, I'm going deeper and deeper. Two, I'm going deeper and deeper. One, I'm going deeper and deeper. Once more, imagine that color you love as you think that color to yourself flowing in through the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet, down into the center of the earth. And that color is washing away any stress, any strain, any fears. Just let it go. Repeating in your mind after me, I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be happy. Good. Twice more. I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be happy. I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be happy. And now go ahead, just imagine yourself happy. Maybe you have a puppy in your hands, or maybe you just bought an amazing new outfit, or maybe somebody you love just gave you a compliment, or maybe you just accomplished a goal that you've always wanted to accomplish. See, feel, and experience yourself feeling happy. Now amplify and magnify that happiness. Feel it in every single part of your body. Feel your heart expanding. Amplify and magnify that happiness in every single part of your mind, body, and spirit. Amplify and magnify that happiness as you put a smile on your lips. And now as you one last time, think that color you love to yourself. And as it flows in through the top of your head and all the way through your body, it's sealing in your new level of happiness. Excellent work. Starting to come back now. One, moving your feet and your toes. Two, moving your hands and your fingers. Three, lots of energy returning to the body. Coming back, still feeling calm and happy. And five, opening your eyes, stretching your arms over the top of the head. Beautiful work. And I definitely went from a four to at least a one or a zero. Mm -hmm. What number would you say you're on now, love? Yeah, I feel like I'm like a one. Yeah. Good. So you went from a five mm -hmm. to a one in less than five minutes. Yeah. 
So, you know, for some people listening, they'll have gone from an eight to a six, and that's beautiful. That's an awesome first step. If you rewind this, listen to it again, just do it back to back twice Mm -hmm. in a row, you'll go from a six to like a three, which means in a handful of minutes, you went from an eight, which is chronic, like debilitating stress, to a three, which is so Mm -hmm. nice. And for others, you'll go from, you know, a six to a zero. Everybody's a little different. But remember, it's a process of conditioning. And the more you do it, the deeper it goes, the longer it lasts. And you can go from feeling stressed to feeling calm and happy that fast. So just keep coming back, do it again, listen to it a few times in a row, and you can completely and utterly change your state in just a few minutes. Thank you so much, Grace. Now I can see how it's meditation with a goal. Yes. It makes so much more sense now after trying that. So thank you for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom. I'm just so happy that you were able to do this for us. Oh, it was such an honor to be here and share this information with you and your amazing communities. Thank you so very much for having me. All right, it's time for our wrap-up where I share some key takeaways from our conversation. So I think especially with the last exercise, the group hypnosis, that really helped paint how hypnosis can be seen as meditation with a goal because meditation is a practice where you learn to relax your mind and your body and you tap into that subconscious mind a little bit. And honestly, that exercise felt like a guided meditation. So maybe it isn't as weird as I thought it was. And I loved that Grace busted the myths that hypnosis is not mind control, not exactly. And it only works when the person wants to change. If the person doesn't want to change, there is no way that someone is going to be able to hypnotize you or you're able to hypnotize yourself. You have to have the desire to change in order for hypnosis to work. I think things have to align in your subconscious that way because you cannot resist. It really is about like relaxing and allowing rather than like resisting because when you resist, there's that tension, you're kind of putting up walls. So that makes a lot of sense if you think about it. I think I'm just fascinated at how a technique like hypnosis can tap into your subconscious much quicker than maybe other techniques, maybe like law of attraction, positive thinking type of stuff because when we're trying to think positively, like there are always going to be other beliefs that just come into our brain without us like doing it on purpose. You're going to have negative thoughts pop up. You're going to have limiting beliefs pop up. Just things that have been socialized in you, ingrained in you from your childhood that you don't realize. So I guess hypnosis is a way to like remove those layers and maybe help you tap into the subconscious much faster and much more effective. I don't know. This is something interesting. Let me know what you guys think. Definitely share in the Facebook group whether you're interested in learning more about hypnosis, whether you'll be checking it out for yourself. I'm curious to know. I do want to share a side note that I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but I was especially sleepy during this episode. Not because it's about hypnosis, but because like it was my first podcast of the day and I was tired. I didn't get much sleep the night before. So I feel like the first half of the interview, my mind wasn't thinking straight. And then at the end, when we were doing the group hypnosis and relaxing afterwards, like I literally just like crawled into bed and laid down for a while, just taking like a quick like 10 minute nap. And then I got up and I recorded another podcast interview. But yeah, 
<laughs> I think I'll leave it at that for today. I hope you have a great day or evening wherever you are. I hope you are relaxed. And if you're not, I hope you take some time to relax. Sending you lots of love through the waves, through these sound waves. I hope you feel it. Bye! Alright, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Next, make sure you check out the 2019 Artist of Life workbook and the Daily Planner by Lavender on my website, lavender.com shop. Lastly, you can catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artist of life. Sending you so much love. Bye!